Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> we have a really big shoe tonight. So uh, this morning. It is uh, 10.58 a.m. Uh, on Saturday, uh, April 22nd. Uh, it is uh, me, Nando, and Amanda. We are going through session two of Happily Ever After. Happily Ever After is a six-session uh, program that um, I say six sessions because, you know, it usually takes six weeks, but, heck, you can do it in two weeks, you know, if you want to do the sessions really quickly. We are moving along pretty quickly, which is great. Uh, we cover the first – we cover the top five issues in relationships, which is, uh, number one, not knowing who you are, which we covered last week quite a bit. Number two is not understanding gender differences, which we're going to cover today. Um, and then after then, we'll be managing emotions because we're going to recognize uh, what not managing emotions does. Uh, fourth problem is structural and other breakdowns. You know, life is empty and meaningless, and it's empty and meaningless, and it's empty and meaningless, right? Unless it's in a relationship and there's, most, and there's structural breakdowns, then it's not empty and meaningless, right? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then miscommunication um, is the uh, fifth biggest problem. Um, and, and miscommunication is a problem because uh, all this other stuff get in the way of communication, and I'll explain that when we get there. Um, and then the last session is um, uh, what to do now that you've got all of those things handled and you can recognize them when they show up and know what to do about it. It's very, very simple. It, it's, it's so simple, it's, it's almost like insane. It's, it's like driving. It's that simple. So, yeah. So in the meantime, um, let me find out from y'all um, what you got from last session, if you did any of the assignment that I recommended, um, what's going on? Um, I'll go. So when you first got on the call, you were saying that it's, like, not, like, landmarking, and yes. I actually beg to differ that it is. Like, it's a lot of the same language that I definitely saw in the email that you sent recapping the call. Yeah. Um, I was there for me with, like, landmark. It's sometimes, like, it's almost like you get convinced about something that you may not believe in, but it's like the right thing to do is believe in it, so you kind of get pushed into it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously this is, we're talking about love and relationships, and who doesn't like love? You know, who doesn't want relationships to work out? So I think it's a little bit of a different scope, but that's kind of what was there for me after looking at the email. Got it. Okay. Well, um, I want to say something about that, which I don't tell anybody really. Um, that's the manual that I'm reading to you from. I mean, I can give you, like, notes and make it, like, more skimpier. But I'm just giving you, like, what, yeah, well, I'm giving you my manual, you know, one session at a time. So I'm giving you what I'm reading you and where I'm, where I'm coming from. And, um, you know, I, I, I will admit that I wrote it a couple of years ago. I had not thought that it sounded or read like landmark. I'm curious to know if my delivery was landmarking to you as well? No. Okay. 
But yeah, see there there we go. I, my how I write and how I talk two different things, you know. <laughs> so, um but yeah, I um you know, I gotta have some kind of structure. I don't know how else I could write it. But I'd be interested in finding out from you because um you know, I'm I'm willing to learn, just like you know, your babies are lear- teaching y'all. I'm 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 willing to learn from people who don't even know stuff. They could teach me stuff. So you know, if you ever want to have that conversation, I'm open to it. You know, it's just, it's just that um you know I, I I I took it out of my brain, put it on paper, and then I I'm constantly communicating. So I uh, apologize if I left you feeling like that. But um, um yeah um. Oops, did not know that. <laughs> Here we go again. I can't wait to have a, I can't wait I can't wait to have an editor writing uh, editing my books down, you know. <laughs> okay, I got that. Anything else about that? Nope. All right, that's a new revelation for me. Gosh. Okay. Uh, um, Amanda? Yeah. For me, I thought it was um great, really interesting. Um and uh you know, makes a lot of sense. Um, I really like the, you know, the, um, you know, clues, you know who you are, or like, you know, I, I really like how, um, I don't know, it just makes a lot of sense so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'm excited to hear about today's. Okay. Yeah. So did you, you, either of you look at the principles um, that I put down as, as uh, things to see, like what, drives your existence or who you really are, either you look at either of those? The yeah. princi- you mean the principles that support love and relationships? Yeah. Yeah, we got them right here. Okay, awesome. I'd love to hear it. Okay, the homework, do you want us to go through the homework or? You know what? Yeah, I wasn't going to say that, but now that, yeah, why not? Go ahead. Well, we'll it's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. You go first. You go first. So the creating the must-have list, um, yes. just some things, some things that came up with. Someone who's unconditional, patient. Mm-hmm. Amanda's, Amanda's a lot. Amanda's like 99.9% of all this, right? Um, okay. uh, someone who's unconditional, patient, a go-getter, like someone that's going to go the extra mile, mm-hmm. uh, fun, someone who's exciting, alive, and positive, Someone who's going to cater to me and leave very little for me to do when I come home. Mm. Uh, someone who's going to push and support me even when I doubt myself. Um, someone who loves and appreciates my family. Someone who appreciates what we have. Someone who acknowledges for how hard I work. Someone who enthusiastically in love with life. And someone who's not going to bust stones about working too much. Mm. Okay. So a uh, question, is there anything on that list that if you did not have that in a relationship, you couldn't be in the relationship? No. I think, well, I got some of it. I'm sure there's other stuff if I think about it, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, because a must-have list is like, you know, I, I can't be in a relationship with anybody that's, that's got this situation, or I can't be in a relationship if I cannot get this thing, whatever that thing is. So usually a must-have list is pretty, pretty uh, short. But um, you know, I just wanted to make sure that you're, um, you know, clear about it as not more, not as a preference or something you really, really like, but like, you know, um, like I think possible. maybe like maybe like passion is the word maybe I left out. I mean, I can I can mm-hmm. go on and on, but mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, good. But again, well, Amanda we... meets Amanda meets like everything pretty oh, much. So got it. Well, that's great. Go. <laughs> that's right. Go you know, me. Yeah, go, go, go. You. All right. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, you go now. How about that? Um. So I wanted a little different. Um. So I said, um, I you know must have um someone who has uh, good communication. You know, we can communicate. Um, mm-hmm. Someone who's honest, someone who's affectionate, um, somebody who's uh, very supportive, somebody who gives me a lot of attention, and somebody who is adventurous. Got it. Okay. You know, it's awesome. Um, I had a couple one time doing this program, and um, they're in the middle of session five. Well, I think it was like about 20 minutes before the end of the call. The husband, who didn't hardly talk, he said this. He said, you know, we're sitting here in the bed with no clothes on, waiting for this call to be done so we can go have sex. (laughs) (laughs) They were so intimately connected to each other while they were – while it was in that session. If we didn't have that, kids, that might be possible. But, uh, uh, <laughs> well, let's, let's, yeah. let's see what happens later. Let's see what happens later on. But when he said that, and, he's the, and she was the talker. He wasn't the talker. So the fact that it came out of his mouth right. was even more, more shocking, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I never forgot that one, boy. So, okay. And uh, what about your uh, your, your principles? Yeah, I don't know if okay, you thought on about that. Love to hear. Yeah. One sec, Matias just asked Amanda um, a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> babe? Okay. So the principles. Okay. Um, Want to do your principles first? Uh, principles, I mean, <clears throat> one thing I kind of saw from, from your list is, like, there's, I mean, you can go on and on. Um, yes. I probably should have devoted more time to the principles. Um, yes. It's, like, if I had to pick, like, five, I would say, like, love, compassion, family, drive for excellence, and romance. Okay. I like that you got romance in there. <laughs> it's awesome. Um. Okay. You get a chance. Listen, you you will get a chance to do it. Um, to go go at a second cut at it. You will I promise. Go ahead, Amanda. Yeah. Uh, you want me to go? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Um. So I wrote. No, you. Attitude, abundance, romance, integrity, honesty, adventure, fun, happiness, um, empathy, and empowerment. Okay. All right. Um, all right, this sounds, you know, I, I'm going to tell you all, it sounds like the, what you prefer as opposed to, like, you know, what um, really connects with you. So that's fine. I'm glad you have that list. You're going to get a chance to refine that list after the next after the next couple of sessions. So. Um, no, I really, this is how I, I um, run my life. Okay, 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 good. All right, I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm okay with being wrong. I mean, I'm okay yeah, with maybe yeah. not the. I mean, the adventure, you know, is 
happening as best as it can since we've got two but little it, kids. But yeah, but it is a part of who you are. Yes, but it right. is a part but, of yeah, who you no, are, right? Pretty honesty is like, yeah, my top, uh, you know, those are like down to my core. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. All right, good. So um, I'm glad that you all, you know, got that handled, and um, that's awesome, and that you both know each other's stuff. Yeah. That's even more important. You know, um, so, okay, good. Um, You're just going to like this session even more now. All right, so um, let me just go straight in. Uh, Why not understanding gender differences is such a huge problem? for relationships, really any type of relationship. Um, it could be an employee, employer. It could be sale, you know, a customer, you know, a business person, salesperson. It could be anything. But we, we, we focus it in here, but it really could be anywhere. So let me just say this. So uh, there's a real difference between how men and women see the world. And if that's ignored, you'll be blindsided by those differences. You'll wonder where the mix-ups in your communication came from, why people don't think the way you do, and a thousand other issues. Uh, Another thing is that most people have both masculine and feminine aspects to their personality. And understanding both aspects allows us to connect with others more completely. And then the third is not understanding the differences prevents us from really knowing who we are. Because we learn who we are in many ways by understanding others in comparison to. So it's not like you compare yourself to others like, you know, uh, it's, it's more like others help you define who you are by continuously noticing what's not you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so that's the number one. That's, that's why it's such a problem. Now, the number one difference between men and women is that men need to feel successful and experience being successful, and women need to feel up? safe and feel good. Okay. Sorry, one second, because Matthias is just asking for something, and this is really okay. important. Okay. Yes, So can is. you just repeat that? Go ahead. Sorry, just say that one last part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Men need to feel successful and to be successful, experience being yeah. successful. And women need to feel safe and feel secure. So every time I say that, people are like, oh, yeah, I understand that. Uh, no, we don't understand that. <laughs> we don't because we're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But it's almost like it's like the water that women swim in is safety and security water. It looks different color than the water that men are swimming in called success water. It's amazing. It's like we're walking around in two different fish bowls, not realizing that, hey, how come you didn't see what was in my bowl? (laughs) It's crazy. This knowledge cannot be thought of, kept in mind, or spoken of too much because it's the air men and women breathe. You can keep this in mind for the rest of your life and speak about it for five hours a day, and you'll still miss out on the implication of this fact. Like, you'll learn, if you know this, You'll learn something new about this every day. I'm telling you from experience. Um, I remember, give you an example. I remember when um, I first heard something about this. I did this program with uh, PAX called uh, Understanding um, Understanding Jenna. No, it was yeah, it was uh, Understanding um, Understanding Women, Unlocking the Mystery. 
right? And so Onique, you know, me and her was I, I was married at the time, and um, we uh, went. She was like, "Hey, let's go." So I went there, and I'm like shocked. The thing that messed me up is how you know y'all women are multitasking, and it's hard for you to focus. You just kind of like go do this, and then someone else grabs your attention, and you move that like that, right? So I, you know, I asked the question, like, "How does that happen? How, how do you get anything done?" All the women in the room laughed. <laughs> then Allison Armstrong says, "Well, that's because we just keep going around in circles until it's all done." Huh? What the hell? Right. So then, on the way home, we went through. Uh, we went to the uh, the hotel. Um, I think it was the one across street from the UN building. I don't remember what it is. Some oh, Hilton or something. And then we went through uh, um, Penn, uh, Grand Central, and you know that bakery that's on Lexington Avenue side of uh, Grand Central. We go through there because her son was, you know, having a birthday. She wanted to buy a cake. And she stopped at every counter on the way to the cake counter. I was how laughing. I had to keep touching her shoulder. No, cake. No, cake. Right? It's like, she, it's, after that, it was like, it took me a year and a half for me to get used to what I learned from that one thing. And I've been doing, I've been coaching for 10 years. This was like in 2005 or something, 2005, six or something like that. It was stunning how much it is. So I'm, I'm saying this, that you're going to, I'm going to tell you this stuff. You're going to say this stuff. And then you're still going to like learn every day for the rest of your life. If you really give yourself over to this, does that communicate? Yeah. Yeah. What it looks like, why somebody does the, you know, why he's, why you want to be successful. What does success look like? And why, you know, it's like, Amanda, y'all, both of y'all, your mind's going to be blown. That's one of the reasons why I'm sending y'all the top 20 differences so you can read it and then you get a better sense of the, the differences between needing to feel safe and secure and needing to feel successful and be successful. One last thing I want to say about um, being successful is that, um, you know, Amanda, men need to feel successful and also need to experience this, the feeling of success. So um, the difference between the two is – Playing football, a guy catches a football that wins the uh, the, uh, the Super Bowl. He actually had the experience of being successful. That was a successful act. Right. Can't deny it. Like I won the Super Bowl. We won the Super Bowl because of my catch. Right. And then that's being successful. And then later on, let's say I'm hoping it's the Giants because I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> they had, they had their Canyon Heroes celebration where you got the ticket tape coming down and now he's feeling successful because he's remembering the success that he had. We need both because if we have the success, but we don't, we're like, we actually do something successful, but we don't have the experience of feeling successful. That's like not having been successful. And if we have the feeling of being successful, but we don't see having any evidence of, of it, that's not the same thing either. The feeling will eventually go away. Does that communicate? Yes. Nando, am I repeating my, you know, what's there for us? Yes, man? Yeah. 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 Good. Good. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go back into the, you know, my stuff here. So men want to be successful, which is not the same thing as men want to win. Winning implies losing, whereas success implies everyone wins. In fact, that's one of the hallmarks of a mature male versus an immature male. The mature male wants everyone to be happy, to succeed, and to win, whereas the immature male only wants to win at whatever is important to him. If you're in a relationship with a man and you're not doing everything in your power to have him experience being successful, 
Miss, you may as well begin your countdown on how long it will take before the relationship ends. If, on the other hand, a man is in a relationship with a woman and she isn't feeling safe and secure around don't expect her to be happy around you or because of you. Expect to be overwhelmed by the intensity of her emotional outbursts. By the way, uh, Nando, what I want you to know is that, um, you know, women naturally talk about being happy or not happy. I'm not happy. How come, how come, how come, how come? So we guys end up thinking that we're supposed to make women happy. No wrong answer. We're not supposed to make women happy. We're supposed to make them feel safe and secure because that's the only thing that's going to make them happy. So if we come in with flowers even though it's a mess, or we, you know, all of a sudden be nice even though she's still upset about all the stuff that happened. She don't feel safe and secure. She ain't going to be happy. She might smile that you gave her attention, but then she's going to go back to being feeling unsafe and secure. She's going to have her go back to being unhappy. So your focus is not happy. Your focus is safe and secure. And because you're a guy, you know, you don't think about safety and security. You got to find out what her definition is of safety and security so you can give it to her so she can be happy. Because girls just want to have fun. Cindy Lauper was right. <laughs> girls just want to have fun because, you know, but they can't have fun until everything is handled. Right. You know? <laughs> is that, does that communicate, um, Nando? Yeah, we're there. Yeah, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, women don't care about winning anywhere near as much as men do, but then again, men don't care anywhere as much about safety and security as women do. Regardless of right. sexual orientation, because sometimes I've coached, you know, gay, gay lesbian folks, um, the more you understand and learn about women, the more you'll come to understand yourself in particular and men in general and vice versa. The contrast between how they think and how you think how they act and how you act, why you do what you do versus why they do what they do is of tremendous value to you if you're curious enough to find out. For example, the more a woman expresses her feelings, the more you'll be able to understand your own if you seek that understanding out. Uh, so I'm going to say something real quick about emotions. Is that um, generally speaking, um, us men, we don't really know a whole lot about emotions. We feel them, but we don't really know about them because, number one, when we were seven years old, about six, eight, whatever, you know, we get told to put our big boy pants on, cut that out, stop acting like a girly man, grow up, man up. So we're not allowed to experience our emotions. We're not allowed to express them for sure. Matter of fact, if a guy cries in front of his woman more than twice a year, she starts wondering, is he okay? What's wrong with him? <laughs> even though she loves him to be connected with his feelings, right? And so we, we, Amanda, we only have permission to have three different emotions, happy, angry, poker face. That's it. Anything okay. else beyond that is like, what's wrong with him? So okay. the, problem with, the problem with that is we don't we, operate that way, Tony. I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, we're not. Yeah. I've, I'll cry in front of her. Like, I'm very happy. Or I'm very, like, I'm not – I don't hide emotions, dude. Great. Then, then you're one of the few blessed ones. Me neither. But you're one of the few blessed ones. I'm just talking about generally, and I'm glad that you're not in that situation. Okay? Very happy. Now, do you, do you, do you have the same 
level of like communication about your feelings that she does? Uh, Do you think? Amanda's pretty, uh, no, I don't think I've met anyone. Well, maybe you, but she's very, very clear with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Great. Yeah. I think she's on okay, a different good. level. Beautiful. Love it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I know, I know how to express myself around emotions, manage my emotions, communicate them without looking like a jerk or a weakly. Um, um, but most men do not. Matter of fact, I just tell women, listen, listen if you find somebody who, who does, God bless them. But um, generally speaking, you should start out assuming that he ain't, and if he does, you're blessed. And so, you know, Amanda, you're blessed with somebody that does feel that way. Do you, you agree with Nando around that? Yes, and that was okay. one of the things that, um, you know, I really liked about him in the beginning, you know, yeah. that caught my eye, you know. Mm. Well, I acknowledge you for being able to handle it, So most women can't really handle it, not really. They want to. I and then they it. have a hard time. Yes. Oh, love it. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, throughout our lives, we learn in a number of different ways. For example, we learn from being taught, being informed by teachers, parents, experts, et cetera. We learn from personal experience. We learn from empirical evidence, whatever that is. <laughs> Somebody said this works, science, whatever, right? Curiosity, we learn from curiosity, necessity, instinct, examination, a whole lot of stuff. I'll send you the list. But um, there are plenty of ways, plenty of vehicles that can and will teach you, uh, teach humans that are effective. But when it comes to understanding gender differences, the biggest learning vehicles are the following. Comparison, curiosity, and observation. So I'll explain these three. And then, um, and then we'll go into section two, the second half of this, this program So, um, for today. So comparison, one of the top benefits of understanding gender differences is how it helps us to understand ourselves in comparison to. However, if you don't remain open-minded to the possibility that you could become a better human being by understanding others, you'll miss out on the opportunities and education that you can get from comparison. Um, observation. Uh, there's this saying that I learned from uh, the, the author of Conversation with God, and I said it here before, which is, in the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not, meaning without cold, you don't know what hot is, right? So, uh, you know, him operating the way he operates will teach you, man, the, how to, you know, who you are in comparison to. And that y'all have been doing it for a while, but now I'm really inviting you to take that on even further. Um, you know, because you'll you'll be like, that's not me. I don't do it like that. And then you'll, rather than just ignore him and do what you would do, you would actually look at how he does things so you can learn how to take advantage of that, learn how to have that be something that's beneficial to the relationship rather than yeah. just, you know, uh, just, you know, oh, he's, he, that's how he does it. Yeah, no, right. you, you, you want to learn that stuff and use it. So, And then the third thing is curiosity. Uh, the funny thing about curiosity is this. You can't be anything besides curious when you're in a state of curiosity. You know, you might be still feeling the remnants of anger while you're curious, but when you're curious, all bets are off. Your brain just, like, focuses on this one thing. And so, um, you know, I have a question that I ask myself when I'm dealing with people, particularly when I'm coaching people now. It's kind of like a standard state of mind in my, in my mind, which is what 
must that person be thinking that made them feel that what they just said or did is okay? Because mm-hmm. nobody does anything wrong given their model of the world, so like I'm going to sit here and be looking at your model of the world until I understand it. So, so I could take advantage of it and have us get along better. So curiosity, you know, one of the things, the reason I'm bringing this up is because if either of you are annoyed, rather than try to be loving, try to overcome your feelings, try to create a new possibility, how about you just take on being curious? <laughs> just, okay. just, just say, okay, I'll bite. Let me just see what's going on here. I promise you, you'll be so open-minded, you'll forget that you're upset if you do it authentically and completely. Oh. So. Right. Now, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you, have you ever had the experience where you just got so curious that everything else went away? No. Okay. Well, try it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or maybe you just wasn't aware of it. I don't know. So. Yeah, we're um, Excuse me? Probably wasn't aware of it, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so great. So now that's that's the thing. I just what I did was I talked about, um, you know, the nature of the problem between, uh, you know, men and women not understanding each other. But now I'm going to talk about um, what to do about it. And so what to do about it is to understand uh, the nature of relationships and how to use them. So. Um, this is like how to get along with each other. And uh, it's, you'll find it's very simple. So relationships are three-dimensional. Um, there's you, then there's you, and then there's the space in between called the <clears throat> relation. So uh, each one of the three entities, and I'm going to explain each of them in depth, um, each one of the three entities within the relationship needs to be nurtured but in different ways. Each partner needs to nurture the three entities in different ways. So let me explain the, 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 the space in between called the relationship. You're always going to have a unique relationship with everyone else because you have who you are. You've got your, your life experience, your desires and needs, you know, your, your upbringing, your culture, all of that stuff, right? And then you meet everybody else, and everybody else has got a different one, even your twin brother. <laughs> you know, like different enough that you're going to have a different relationship with him than you're going to have with everybody else. And what happens is that when the relationship, when two people come together, they create a relationship, but the relationship is um, the, the ideas, the needs, the wants, the experiences, you know, the level of knowledge that you have that come together where you can agree to get along with each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, you're all together and you're like, oh, yeah, you feel the same way I do. Oh, that's great. Oh, I like the way you feel or think or whatever. And so you're, you're in constant negotiation about how to get along. That space in between is the thing that has you together, not like, like all three parts together are equally um, important. Is you know, you, then there's her, and then there's how you come together. It's called a relationship. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So uh, I had said that um, men and women need to take care of each one of the three aspects of the relationship, but um, they have to take care of it in different ways. So men 
how you handle the three dimensions of the three aspects of the relationship is you have to take care of your partner first, the relationship second, yourself third. And when I say third, I don't mean last. Like like you're not the last person to take to take care of. And and you know women need to hear this more than men. Um, but you're taking care of yourself third as a priority, third priority, but you're still a priority, right? And so women need to take care of the three dimensions differently. Women need to take care of the relationship first, her partner second, then herself third, not last, third, then third priority, okay? So can you explain can you repeat this? that again? Women yeah. do. Yeah. So, so men need to take care. Men need to take care of their partner first. I got that. I got that. Yeah, I got that. Part. So men, okay. Yeah. Women need to take care of the relationship first. Her partner second, then herself third. I'm going to explain why. I want to start by explaining women first. So women need to feel safe and secure. So what serves her part of the relationship most is to take care of the relationship. Taking care of him is important, but taking care of the relationship is more important because men generally don't know how to take care of the relationship anywhere near as much as women do. I'm not saying no man does. I'm saying generally speaking, that's how it goes, okay? Because women focus on feelings, intimacy, and communication, whereas men with their needs for being successful are naturally going to be more focused on making things happen and being the hero, whether they're conscious of wanting to be the hero or not, still want to be that. So this is the main, but far from... The all, being the only reason why women serve the relationship and the partner best but take care of the needs of the relationship, how you're getting along, how you're feeling, all of that stuff. I'm going to go into that a little bit more deeply as well in a minute, okay? Um, but does that make sense so far? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does this sound like something that you might not necessarily agree with, anybody? Or is that nope. fundamentally sounds like it makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Mando? It makes it makes sense. Okay. All right. I don't know if that's what y'all are doing, but okay, gotcha. Right. So, um, men, you got to take care of the partner first, the relationship second, and then yourself. So, for men, your job and natural abilities point you in the direction of making sure things are working. This means watching your woman to see that she's being taken care of, okay. that she's, take, she's taking care of herself, and that she's happy in addition to feeling safe and secure. Men don't have the same need for communication and intimacy as women do. When men need it, they need it as completely, um, but not as often as women do. Uh, this doesn't apply to so men. What's that, hold on one sec. Sorry. One, one yeah. second, Tony. I'm sorry. just got to text him somewhere. I'm going to tell him let's chat a little bit about it. Okay. Sorry, one sec. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, good. So, um, yeah, so men don't have the same need for communication and intimacy as women do. When men need it, we need it completely, but not as often as women do, uh, which but this doesn't apply to sex. Um, that's not the same. Sex is not the same thing as intimacy, though it does promote and forward intimacy, but it's not intimacy <laughs> in and of itself, right? So um, right. We, probably, we probably want sex more than we want intimacy. It's not like we don't want intimacy. We just ain't thinking about it. Like, there wasn't intimacy. I, I, I'm still intimate with you. It's just I'm not doing it right now. It's kind of like how we are. Like, oh, you want us to be intimate again, too. Like, we got to remind ourselves because that's not the world we live in, you know. Um, because, um, so because 
women need communication and intimacy more than we do. Because of this, he cannot, he can take his eyes off the relationship. He can take his eyes off of communication and stuff like that, right? But he can never take his eyes off his woman. The moment she realizes he's taking his eyes off of her, she's going to feel hurt, unimportant, and scared because she knows he's not watching out for what could go wrong. This means he's not on duty. This means he can't possibly keep her feeling safe or, in actuality, safe and secure. That doesn't work. He needs to take care of her first, do the best he can in contributing to the relationship, and then take care of him. Men can take care of their needs in their sleep, so it's no big deal for us to, to leave ourselves last because we're never going to ignore ourselves completely. I know women can do that and then feel bad about it, but us, nah, we're going to take care of ourselves. <laughs> Just do so, uh, does that does that make sense so far, y'all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amanda, I don't know why. Like, did, did that like ring true for you? Kind of like, I mean, I don't know. Very. I, I, maybe. Like, I could I could almost feel you like nodding to every word I said, even though I can't see it. Like, is that is that accurate? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. especially what you said about the emotions of feeling hurt, like when they take their uh, attention off of, yeah. yeah, you feel hurt and... Um, not secure. Yeah, not secure. Men yeah. don't know this. Men don't know this. They don't know this. They, you know, women like, he's not paying enough attention to me. It right. sounds like, it sounds like we're trying, supposed to be making you happy. Right. But men don't know, that means that you don't feel safe and secure because okay. it's not protecting you. Huh? Sorry. No, and I was Fernando, no. I was just saying because, like, you said that before, like, oh, you're, you know, you never seem happy or you're never, like, satisfied, and that's not the truth. I am happy and satisfied, but um, what I was feeling, what I probably didn't know how to say is I was feeling hurt and insecure. Right. Exactly. And you know what? I, I did know I was feeling insecure, and but no one wants to really say that word. I mean, at least I don't. I don't like coming off insecure. Um, well... Maybe so, y'all need to make an agreement around that. I mean, I can say it now, now that it's in the open, but, you know, it's just trying to, like, keep a, you know, appear strong, I guess, that you, but, mm. yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, good. I, I, like, I felt it, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I pointed it out, so, um all right, so the areas of responsibility within romantic relationships. So of the three, the, the three parts, you, your partner, and then the space in between, you each have the things that you need to be focused on in those areas, right? And, again, you're going to get this list. So um, for you, meaning, you know, you, Nando, you, Amanda, the things you need to take care of about yourself, these are the area you're fully responsible for, making sure these things are working for you. You got to take care of you in these areas. So your health, your finances. You all might have agreement on finances, but you still got to make sure you're happy financially that it's working for you, right? Physically. Yeah. So so there's health, meaning that, you know, no no organs are going out to start a style, but then there's physical meaning, you know, can I move around? You know, am I, right. am I fit to some degree, at least fit, you know, enough to be able to do what you got to do, right? Um, mm -hmm. Mentally. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and even mechanically. And when I mean mechanically, I mean like 
Is your clothes working? Is your phone working? You know, like the mechanics of operating in your life. You need to make sure it's working. You may need Nando to help you with it, but you're ultimately responsible. If he doesn't or can't help you, you still got to help you with this. And so you got to take care of you. And these are the areas you each got to take care of yourselves around, right? So that's that. Then secondly, taking care of your partner. So, so Amanda, you're responsible for the list things in this list about about Nando and vice versa. Um, let's see here. Um, I was going to read what I was going to say. All right. So these are the areas to take full responsibility for. What's listed below impacts your partner's feelings and the relationship's quality of intimacy, love, and trust. In addition, you're responsible for the impact your ways of being, speaking, and acting have on your partner. Um, whether it's good or bad, assume that you had something to do with however they're feeling, being, or acting in the moment. It's the places you got to take care of your partner. Uh, romance, uh, your social circle, or their social circle, I should say, uh, financially for them, home life, I call it domicile because it's more than just like taking care of the house. It's like your lifestyle there, and communication. So this was this was a little bit hard for women because women are like, you know, the fact that they don't know how to communicate or don't communicate, that they need their man to watch them at all times, um, makes them wonder why he stopped romancing her. But romance is an emotional area, so you're both responsible for making each other feel romantic towards each other. And a lot of times women would be like, why do I got to do all the work? <laughs> And what they say is, well, I got to do all the emotional work because he's going to do all the physical work. And you rarely hear a man say, I mean, I don't know if Nando said it, but you rarely hear a man say, why do I got to do all the work? No, we have to just, do the work. I was, just, I was just telling her I do feel that way. Why do you got to do all the work? Yeah. Like, I got to, like, go work my ass off and then come, come home and then do the work here, like, in the relationship. Got it. Well, um, y'all going to work that out shortly promise. <laughs> You're going to make some agreements. It's going to work, but not, not necessarily right now. I'm just giving you the layout, the lay of the land. Um, and uh, yeah, my condolences, man. They don't have to stay that way, really. So um, you're both responsible for each other's uh, feelings of romance, uh, making your social circles work with each other, for each other, being a part of accepting whatever, uh, financially, home life, and communication. And then the relationship, which is something that you both need to work on, each, uh, um, to, you know, together. Like, you're both bringing energy to the space in between called a relationship is sex. Um, sex keeps the relationship together. Uh, the relationship needs sex. <laughs> like, not just you and her. The relationship needs sex, okay? Finances, family, taking care of the family. Uh, the family needs to be, the relationship needs family, uh, emotions, and their communication. Uh, again, you're going to get this list. Um, I wouldn't say that that it's uh, uh, that this is by law. You know, like uh, the, the Congress did not approve of this list, but I will. I would invite you to operate like this list is law, not like okay. this, it is, but treat it like it is, and then see how it works out. Okay. Now, the most fascinating thing about all of this. And we're almost done here. Um, uh, we got, yeah, we're almost done. 
So the most interesting thing about this whole relationship business is that there's you, there's your, there's your partner, then there's the space in between where you make your agreements and stuff called a relationship, right? But guess what? The relationship is, has two parts to it. The relationship is dual parts to it. The relationship is part baby, part business. Let me explain what I mean. Part, what? part baby, part business. Okay. So what I mean is that um, the space in between is part emotional and part non-emotional, part physical, meaning it's like the business side, it's the tangible side, it's the operational side, and then the emotional side. So I call the emotional side part baby, and I call the technical side, the physical side, uh, the operational side, I call it part business. And I'll explain to you what I mean by that. Um, and and I, I say this because it'll give you a sense of, like, how to take care of the space in between because it's got these two parts. So um, as a baby, the baby viewpoint is all about keeping your attention on the emotions of the three aspects of your relationship, keeping your attention on you, your partner, and the space in between. The emotional side of the relationship is completely personal. And the best way to manage this is to look at, monitor, and remain ever vigilant in making sure that you know the impact your ways of being, acting, and reacting are having on the relationship and on your partner. The following list contains some areas to look at on a constant basis. Emotional outbursts, sadness, rejection, making or keeping agreements, uh, sex and intimacy, romance, or a lack of romance is a killer. Um, respect, acknowledgement, or a lack of acknowledgement, uh, withholding. Your actions, the actions of your partner, and at times the unexpected will impact the emotions of each of you. How you deal with the emotions that come up will determine the quality of your relationship. You're going to have feelings, but you need to be responsible for them. As a matter of fact, that's going to be our next session. And then there's the other side of it, as a business. In business, leaders and owners look for solutions to problems, metrics to see what can or needs to be improved, and does research to make sure what they think is accurate is indeed accurate. They treat their business as a math equation. The business viewpoint of relationships is all about the world of things. Those things should be treated as objectively and business-like as possible. This includes but is not limited to money, uh, family and social relationships, health and fitness, home life, or anything that resides in the world of things. This is because things can impact emotions, but only if you let them. By being, oh, excuse me, by looking at what can be dealt with unemotionally, you'll free up your mind to see clearly what needs to be handled, and then just go handle. So you haven't noticed, uh, I don't know if you noticed it, but I'm pretty sure you all are aware of the fact that a, 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 a business owner may feel emotionally crushed when it comes to having a lack of sales. He's worried his business is going to go under. He may emotionally have an emotional reaction to it, but how he responds is unemotionally. Like, okay, I got to do some research. I got to hire a marketing company. I need some better salespeople. Maybe I need to get some new products, something. But he's looking at the, the metrics, the tactics, the strategies, the, the things that are doing this that needs to happen in order to get more sales. He doesn't sit around saying, they don't like me anymore. I don't understand why they don't like me. They don't say that. No, they just handle their business. Like life is on. Uh, 
Life is empty and meaningless, and it's empty and meaningless, that is empty and meaningless. So I'm saying that you're either going to deal with the emotions and watch it like it's a two-year-old, two-month-old infant that might wake up at any minute, or you're going to look at it like this is a business equation, or what do I need to do to handle it, and then take your emotions away from it, handle it, and then come back to the relationship. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Is that, do y'all, y'all don't do that much. Is that pretty accurate? We what? Y'all don't do that very much, what I just said. Is that pretty accurate? Or do you? Um, I mean, I think we did up until, you know, the mess that we found ourselves in. Mm, got it. And, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, like a business who needs more sales, look at the functionality of your relationship without emotions, and you'll become more productive and happier in the long run. Why? Because, this is one of my favorite sayings, feelings are terrific servants, but terrible masters. Feelings are terrific okay. servants, but terrible masters. Because <laughs> when you get controlled by your emotions, oh, my God, there's so much damage you can do, it's not funny. You get a one minute of emotion could give you, you know, could take the rest of your life away. It just could. So, so um, if you're not, uh, if you're not using the emotional aspects of your relationship for creating love, you're probably making an emotional mess. You're probably making a what? An emotional mess. And an emotional mess. So, um, so that's. So, so what's so about today? And uh, I'm going to tell you, um, you have an optional exercise. I, rec- I recommend you do it, but here's an optional assignment. You ready? Mm-hmm. So look at all of your relationships and, or look at everything about your relationship and identify which aspects of your relationships tend to be either basically emotional or basically unemotional. Make a list. Are you going to so send this, is, this to us, or should I just write it down? Uh, I'm going to send you, you know, the, e- the recap, and it'll Perfect. be at the end of the recap. Okay. Okay. Right. So, you know, everything what? I said is good. Oh, I don't feel like I heard, like, you kind of were saying, like, um, how men need to take care of the partner or else, you know, and that's when you said, like, or they'll feel, um, you know, what you said and that I agreed to. I don't feel like I heard the like how the woman is supposed to take care of a man. So, um, all right, good. So, so I, do, I don't usually bring that up because um, what happens for a man is that if he's taking care of her, she's so happy that she gets her happiness all over him. And so um, that's usually and enough successful. for a guy. Excuse me? And then he feels successful. Yeah, because he made you happy. He's walking around like, yeah, my job, uh, my job, right? But now, you know, you hit on something, so I'm going to tell you what it is that you hit on. Uh, because what you hit on is the most important thing you could ever do. It's the number one um, gift, talent uh, that you bring to relationships, that women bring to relationships. And that is to listen to greatness out of men. Mm-hmm. You got to see. This is, this is fascinating. This is good. So um, you have the capacity. Let me, let me start off like this. 
Women don't see men the way men really are. Y'all either see us way better or way worse. Y'all don't have a realistic view of us very much. I remember one day, <laughs> oh, my God, I was um, doing some part-time work as a mover, and um, it was on the east side of Manhattan, and this, um, there was a um, – uh, we was trying to move one of those big uh, photocopiers from the second floor of a Dwayne Reed out, but it couldn't fit in the elevator. So they had to walk down these stairs, and the staircase was tight as hell, and we had about 20 guys carrying this copier down these stairs. Super tight. And there's this woman in her 70s, looked like she was in her 70s, black woman, looked like she was a churchgoer. She was dressed sharp, but like kind of casual sharp. And she's standing online and she's looking at us. And she said, Oh, y'all big strong men can't carry that thing. What's wrong with y'all? I howled laughing because she had no idea what it was going to take to make that happen, right? And then on top of that, oh my God. So I have this program, Qualifying Men, right? I'm turning it into a book, right? So the first session, um, I had a woman do the program with me, or like co-lead it, a woman in, in London that I love the door, because I was like, I was scared I was going to say something and get in trouble with women, get my ass whipped by the women, right? <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so the second session, you know, she was talking about, she said, you know, I, I, what I like, I, what I really love is a man who's strong. He's so strong. We were talking about how to qualify guys, right? He's so we, I love when this man so strong he can pull a tree out of the ground with his bare hands. Right. And she and she said that and I was like okay and then other women started gaining and then for like two minutes they actually had a conversation about what it would be like to have a guy pull a tree out of the ground with his bare hands. Uh-huh. I had to stop the conversation. I was howling laughing. It was like that's not possible. That's the fact that y'all even talking about it like it's real, it's like insane. I had to laugh. I just I, I got it on recording. I, I I need to listen to that once in a while to see that again. That was. Freaking hilarious. Because that's how y'all see us. Y'all even see us like, you know, we're King Kong and we're, you know, the Empire State Building or we're a frog and a bum and a germ. Get out of here. Right. You know, and so um, so he needs you to see him as King Kong, no, no, as the Empire State Building. You know, as a, as a rocket ship that can take you anywhere in the universe. Like, he needs you to see that because... That's the greatest gift you can give him. You can't give him a greater gift. You can give him lots of other gifts. That's the greatest one. So the greatest gift that I can give him is to make him feel like the Empire State Building. Like, 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 is like, like he's, you know, like he is um, completely. Yeah, um, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. right. Yeah. You need to feel like you need to feel like Superman, and right. um, and like that. And he does right now. Because yeah. Yeah, good. So that's your job. And, and, and right. from an emotional standpoint, you need to take care of them that way. Yeah. So I wasn't going to go there, but since you asked, there you go. Yeah. Actually, I actually didn't even notice that I didn't have this in the section, so I'm going to add it to the section. Fine. That's your greatest oh, gift okay. to him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, um, and when he feels like a loser, he's walking away. He's going somewhere else. Good. Can't help it. We can't take it. We gotta take our ball home and go home. So, um, so that's uh, that's it. How do you guys feel about what you what you got today? It was good. I mean, it was uh, the safe and secure thing was was great to hear. Um, kind of like a lot of good stuff to hear. Just kind of like remind myself what where she is or where she can be mentally if she's not getting something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. um go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I also see it's like kind of like a circle. You know, it's like if I'm not getting that way, if I'm not feeling that way, then I'm not going to be able to make him feel successful, and it just becomes like a, yeah. a um, what's that called? You know, it just keeps Soft. going around and around, and then he's not feeling successful, so he's going to continue not making me feel secure or whatever. It just keeps, you know, going around and around. Yeah. I'm a little brave yeah. this morning, but there is a word for that. Yeah, no, you're you're right. I don't know the word term right this minute, but you're 100 percent right. This is yeah. circle. Yeah, uh, there we go. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Dead, you did right on that one. So. Okay. Cool. So uh, y'all are making me uh, do the sessions pretty quick. <laughs> good. Um, that's the end of session two. Let's set up the next one. Can you do Tuesday, Tuesday night? night? Like nine. Yep. Hit, yep. Uh, his nine or nine. Like nine. probably R9. Yeah, or okay. 830. Yeah, like 830 ish. Yep. That works. Perfect. I'll set it up right away and send you your, your uh, recording and, and reading recap pretty quickly. Thank you. Um, uh-huh. So um, I'm going to summarize relationship real quick because you, you just got most of it. So um, there's, you know, there's you knowing yourself, and then there's you coming together. And then the two main things about coming together is understanding gender differences and dealing with your emotions and dealing with things. And then those things affect communication. Right. And when you understand how to manage all five of those things, the relationship is really simple to deal with. But you've got to know them in order to be able to deal with them. Okay. So um, that's what I uh, would suggest that you um, do is, uh, um, well, I'm going to tell you that. I'm sorry. I just got a little slightly distracted. But, uh, that's okay. Um, so, so that's it. Um, you know, feel free to call me if you need any anything, okay. anything uh, any questions, any concerns like that, all right? Perfect. Thanks, Tony. All right. Yeah. Talk to you later. Okay. Thank you, Tony. All right. Thanks, thanks. Tony. Later. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.